Would you like to learn the secret sauce to building wealth? Increase both your financial literacy and financial intelligence? You have come to the right place. Welcome to the Wealthy Conversations Podcast, bringing you lessons on stewardship, asset ownership, and entrepreneurship. Here is your host, Dexter B. Jenkins. Hello, welcome to the Wealthy Conversations Podcast. I am your host, Dexter B. Jenkins. Again, as always, thank you for your time and your attention. Recognizing that both are valuable and important. So as I always say, I don't take it lightly that you have tuned in today. So what I want to do is we started last episode, episode number five, just episode number six. We started on the subject or looking at, you know, 10 actions you can take right now to improve your finances, making the bill wealth or whatever you want, whatever phrase you want to use. But, you know, really I'm focused on these actions. I want you to be a person of action over these last two episodes, not intentions, but actions as we're heading out of the year 2020, heading into the year 2021. And even though I'm talking in the year 2021, it can be used in any any setting, you know, and so this will be sort of evergreen. So you can just scratch out the year 2020, but it's just the same concept of as opposed to having intentions, I want you to take some actions. And these 10 actions are really based out of um, the book I wrote called Getting Your Money Straight and Building Wealth and 52 Tips to Help You to Do That. And what it is, is that book is a great micro lesson is what I call it. It's, it's just a, it's a short book, about 16, 17 pages. And what I did was I divided up into four sections. There's a section on faith and finance. There's a section on just straight up financial things you can do. There's a section on investing. There's also a section on intangible things that will help you to do well in your finances. So if you would like a copy of that book, head on over to amazon.com, amazon.com, and you'd be able to get a Kindle version of that. So many of much of what I'm talking to you about will come from that book. And as I said, I'm only sharing through 10 principles, but there's another 42 in that book. And so there'll they'll, they'll be a benefit to you if you want to go over and get that. So just to recap what we said that, number one, you want to position in your mind that God is the resource of all your provisions. So he is the source Everything else is a resource. So that was action number one. So, you know, so to, to get that frame in your mind, action number two was to begin to educate yourself. And uh, you know, one actually to I'm gonna read the books, I'm gonna get on the webinars, I'm gonna do those type of things. So I want you to put together a game plan in order to do that. A few episodes ago we talked about how to do that. And so we wanna make sure that you begin to take action on that. And then number three, we said develop a spending plan with the goal of being a 10, 10, 80 person. And so you want to sit down and if, if you're old school, do pen and paper on your computer or there's many softwares. But, you know, the goal here is to develop a spending plan with a with a vision of being a 10, 10, 80 person. He says that's tithing 10 percent. That's investing. That's 10 percent. And then living off the 80 percent. You know, and you, you may just that little bit to 10, 15, 75. But, you know, really, the key here is developing a spending plan. Now, we said that a spending plan was a little bit different than a budget and the fact that a budget, you know, is a budget a lot of times helps, from my experience, people feel somewhat helpless. They feel somewhat constrained, but a spending plan leaves you empowered. What you're basically telling your money in a spending plan is this. I'm telling you what to do and I'm telling you what to go, where to go and what to do. And so you want to develop a spending plan. And then number four, you, you, you want to build a cushion fund. We talked about that. And with the goal of getting to, if I don't have one to see how fast can I get to a thousand dollars? And you can do that by saving a minimum of $20 a week over the next 52 weeks. So you're close with that. Then after that, you want to build on that, obviously. And then, as I said, I'm really not too concerned even where you put it. If you put it in a savings account or whatever to start out with, we can always move it. 
but you want to at least have that cushion front seat. You always want to have margin because you don't know when the, the brakes are going to car going to go. You don't know when you're going to get a flat tire. You don't know when a tree is going to fall on your house or whatever it may be. The kids have an unexpected emergency that comes up and that the, I mean, you need some dollars for it. Well, you know, you want to be able to, to, to have that, that cushion front helps you to do that. And then number five, we said purchase life insurance. You've done the research. Maybe you've sat down and talked with an agent. You've went online and did whatever else, but you never purchased it. And so I'm talking about taking action. I want you to actually purchase life insurance. And I said, if you go over to uh, our YouTube channel, look up Dexter B. Jenkins, and then you'll you'll see I did a mini class on life insurance. And so you want to be able to go over there and that, that'll give you a sense of the two types of life insurance, how much you should have and all that good stuff. All right. New information here is number six is I want you to it really ties into developing a spending plan. But it bears repeating is I want you to actually start an investment program. So that means go and sit with the human resources person and fill out the paperwork if you need to do that. If you have an agent or someone who's talked to you about investments and you sat down and you guys have, you, you know, you didn't keep the appointment or whatever it may be, I want you to do that or go online or actually open up the online account. Maybe you start the paperwork and left it as a draft, but I want you to actually start an investment program. You and I have to have to become masters at investing. And as we go forward, we'll have different people on to talk about investing, but I want you to start an investment program right now. Number seven is I want you to look for an additional source of income. You know, how can I make more income? You know, obviously, the more sources of income that you have, the better off you will be. And so you, you want to begin to look at, you know, are there ways that I can do that? You know, many of us have been trained to, you know, just to depend on one one job. I heard it said, I think I heard a guy say it, and he said, one source of income is too close to none sources of income. And so you, you want to look at adding that. I remember George Frazier saying this some time ago that he believes everyone should have at least a minimum of three sources of income. And so you, you want to look to add that and on into your house. So look, begin to look at, begin to strategize and think about how can I add another source of income in my house? Do that right now. Well, number eight. I want you to begin to audit your time to see whether you're investing your time or are you merely wasting it. And time is critical. Time is the currency of life. And so you only get 24 hours. And so what you and I do with those 24 hours will dictate what we do in our lives. And what many of us do, myself included, we have to begin to get better at auditing our time. You have to ask yourself, am I, in, am I investing my time or am I wasting my time? So I got to begin to look at how much TV I'm watching, how much social media am I on, how much sports am I watching. People claim to be busy, but many of us are not very effective. And so that's because we're not auditing our time. And so we want to make sure that we want to begin to audit our time because as we are setting goals for ourselves going into the year 2021, as we want to start a business or write a book, a lot of times because we're not we're not properly allotting our time in the right places. Number nine is. Just to take some time for dreaming and meditation. Well, why is that important? Well, because you need to be stretched. I need to be stretched. The key to you going to that next level is really exposure. And what my wife and I used to do years ago when we were broke, <laughs> with a capital B, you know, two young kids, or actually we had a teenager and two young kids and trying to figure this thing out. You know, we would just get in our car and just go driving. Or we would go and walk through places that were more expensive than we can afford at that particular time. Well, I believe it's important for you to dream again. Many of you guys have turned off your dream button. You become too realistic. As I said um, some time ago, get around some children. 
get around some kids and, 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 and let them let that childlike enthusiasm get off on you. Because one of the things that children do, they're very good at dreaming and thinking about a lot of times when you ask a child, what do they want to be when they grow up? They'll say, I want to be a doctor. I want to be a lawyer and an astronaut. <laughs> you know, basically what they're saying is there's no limits. And what we have to do is we have to become no limit thinkers again. And so you need to take some time to, to dream and to meditate. Listen, dreaming is free. Meditating is free. I'm talking about you beginning to meditate on where you're going. Think about the things you desire to, to have. I'm not talking about being materialistic, but you know, something about when you begin to focus on the business that you want and the properties that you want to purchase and you want to make sure that you begin to do that. And then last but not least is action number 10 is get around some folks who are on that next level. One of my favorite Proverbs is Proverbs 13 and 20. And it says, he who walks with the wise grows wise, but a companion of fools suffers harm. And what that proverb is really telling us is that you don't even have to be wise. Get around some wise people. And as you get around wise people, their wisdom will rub off on you. That's critical that you get around people who are on the next level. You shouldn't always be the smartest person in the room. You need to get around some people who are on that next level. And so and then don't be intimidated. You know, many people don't do that because they're intimidated by other folks who may have more success in the area than you do. And my thinking has always been, listen. My worth doesn't come from what I have, whatever else, but my worth comes from going back to the pastor, the, the price that was paid for me by Jesus Christ. So that's my worth has already been established. And these people are no better than you. They just know more than you at this particular point in time. So as you get around them and as you begin to glean from them and as you begin to know what they know or learn what they begin to learn and implement it, you can get there too. And then you'll find that many times that people who are good people and who have had some sort of success, they like to share their success. And so what you need to do, you need to get around some people who are on that next level. And I'm not saying, and I'll end on this, I've heard it said that that you will be, you know, your income will be right around the top five people you hang around with. And so if all of your friends make about $40,000 a year, guess what? That's what be your, that will be what your income is. And it's not about the money thing, but it's about the fact that the, the quality of people that you're around and their ways of thinking, what the saying is like this birds of a feather flock together. What you want to do is, is get around some different birds. Matter of fact, get around some eagles. Now, eagles don't tend to hang out together, but you, you get my point is I need to get around some people who are on a higher level than me because as I get around those type of individuals, it will rub off on me. So those 10 actions I want you to take, we've already looked at all of them thus far. You can go back and, and, and review them for yourself. But I believe that as you look at taking those 10 actions right now, you will get on the road to building wealth and 2021 will be one of the best years you've ever had in your life. So this has been Dexter B. Jenkins, host of Wealthy Conversation Podcast. I want to do a couple of things before we close. I want to go over. I want to have you head on over to DexterBJenkins.com. There is a free ebook that I've written called The Three Ships of Wealth Building. Those ships stands for stewardship, entrepreneurship, and ownership. So I want you to go over there and get that free copy of that book. And then also, as always, follow me on my social media platform as Dexter B. Jenkins. And then also let us know, how is, is this content connecting with you? I want to make sure that we are not doing this blindly, you know, so let us know how this is connecting with you. And so until episode number seven, this has been Dexter B. Jenkins of the Wealthy Conversations podcast, and we will talk to you soon. Bye-bye. This episode of the Wealthy Conversations podcast has come to an end. 
but your financial education doesn't have to. Head over to DexterBJenkins.com and access all of our resources, tools, and advice mentioned on today's show. Until next time, click subscribe and don't miss the next show as we continue on the journey toward reaching our highest financial potential.